You're listening to The Building Code, your guide to a better way to run your business. I'm Tom Houghton. I'm Paul Worth. And joining us today, the Zen Builder is on the airwaves with us, Ed Earl. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. I'm happy happy to be here. We're happy to have you, and we're feeling very Zen-like right now. You're feeling very calm? I am. I am, too. I'm in the presence of of calmness. How does one get the name The Zen Builder? Let's start there, Ed. Well, that's a that, that's a good question, Paul. So it kind of comes from a couple of different different sources. I have been a, a a practitioner of Zen Buddhism for about twenty years. I've studied under a Zen master named Thich Nhat Hanh, and um, so. But in addition to that, I was actually also the construction project manager for the construction of a, a nunnery at the local, um, the local Buddhist monastery, Deer Park Monastery, here in San Diego. That's one of the monasteries run by, by Thich Nhat Hanh. So I had the unique opportunity to spend like two or three years with these monastics, guiding them through this construction process. And it was really enlightening for me to see how they handled all of the anxiety and stress and everything that's associated with a construction project, and through that, I really learned how to incorporate those concepts into not only my own business of construction project management, but in my role as a, as a, a business coach to contractors and as a public speaker. And uh, like this year at IBS, my presentation was on how to eliminate drama with homeowners, build trust, and reduce conflict in your construction projects. That's that all sounds like a win for everybody. Yeah, every contractor we talk to says references that they're like a therapist if if they're building for a couple, and so there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of opportunity for people to get crossways with each other um, while they're stressed out. So, I, I mean, do do you have your people that you that you work for and with? Do they all sit down with you and, and go through like a Buddhist session to start? Just really set the time. Set the, <laughs> set the time. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's funny because it's not not really anything that formal. It actually was um, with the monastery project, but in mm-hmm. general, it's not. It's really just more of a, a, a of an approach, and um, it's it's really the ideas of like one of the things that we were just talking. I just got off a call with one of our contractor coaching clients and having an issue with a difficult client. And it's really getting them from the position of judgment to one of compassion and really recognizing that these homeowners are stressed out. I mean, they're the biggest decision of their life. They're making these decisions. And a lot of times they they act in ways that may seem combative or even abusive, but it's because of the the stress of of what what they have. And if if the contractor can kind of help to see that from a more compassionate standpoint and not be so judgmental, it, it really helps to make the process move along much more smoothly. I love that. We all need a little more compassion in our lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you don't have to give it all away, but what would you say to a contractor that here's how you become more compassionate? What are some steps, tactics they can they can do? Yeah. Well, you know, it's really in, in understanding the homeowner's perspective. And recognizing, you know, as, as a construction professional, we take a lot of things for granted. And the, the homeowners don't, don't realize that. And, you know, one of the things is that the, the purchasing decision for today is so different, you know, with the online purchasing. People are so used to being able to buy something, have it shipped to their house instantaneously, um, know exactly what it's going to cost, know exactly what they're getting. 
I mean, all of that is the exact opposite of how a home construction project goes down. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really made those expectations a lot more difficult because of that. So, and, you know, home, you know, and a contractor just kind of goes, well, that's obvious. Well, no, Mm -hmm. your homeowner doesn't realize that. They don't realize that they're buying a process, not a product. And so that's, that's part of, part of what it takes and really understanding that from a homeowner's perspective. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, construction is a messy process. There's a lot of moving parts to it and there's a lot of stress that can go along with that. But you yourself sitting here as we're talking to you seem very relaxed. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of listeners who would think like, how can I be as relaxed as you are, as you're seeming, I guess. I don't know, maybe you're not really relaxed, but uh, I I don't know. Can you give some tips? Yeah. 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 No, you know, I think part of it is, I mean, look, it's a practice that it's part of my daily practice. I mean, I meditate for 30 minutes every morning, first thing in the morning. And, and, you know, I've done obviously a lot of studying under my Zen master. And so that all comes as as part of that. But, um, but, you know, there are, there are things that, that, that contractors can do and that we, we coach our clients on to, to really help them to, to be, you know, the, the, the relaxed part of it comes from reducing the stress and the, the stress reduction comes from, um, from, from using tools and techniques like understanding the homeowner's perspective. And um, at the show this year, I, I talked about the four agreements, which is a, a book by Don Miguel Ruiz and really incorporating those four agreements into, um, into the, a, a contractor's daily practice and, and those kinds of things. Okay. So, for those listeners who maybe don't know who you are, can you give us a little more background on kind of what your day-to-day looks like? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I've got two different businesses. Um, the first one is that I am a, one of three partners in a, a, a relatively newly formed business called Residential Contractor Services Group. And so we are uh, a company providing uh, a, an umbrella of services to residential contractors, mostly focused around business coaching, and so my two other partners are uh, Paul Sanneman and David Luperger. And um, between the three of us, we've got over about 60 years of, of experience in the construction industry. And so we work with about 40 or so residential contractors nationwide, uh, both providing um, business coaching services as well as um, the other services that we provide in RCSG include a recruiting service, and uh, a marketing uh, marketing services. Uh, we David and I do public speaking. Uh, David also has a business continuation service. So it's just a whole umbrella of services that we provide to contractors. So that's kind of the the first business. And then for the last twenty years, I've run a construction project management business here in San Diego, and I work as an owner's rep. So um, probably, hopefully, many of your uh, listeners understand what an owner's rep is, right? So I'm hired by homeowners that are building large estate homes and I help them to put their team together or select their architect, contractor, interior designer, and then manage that whole process. So in, over the last 20 years, I've done everything from a $27 million house to a safari camp in Botswana to a historical rebuild in Monterey, California, just a whole variety of, of different different projects and working with uh, lots of different um, different types of clients as well. That's quite the por- portfolio there. Well, let's take it back even further. What did you do before the 20 years and you started your uh, client rep, rep business? Yeah. So, well, I, I actually have an MBA from Stanford. And so uh, 
I, I didn't know that. That felt like I, I threw <laughs> you a softball. Set, like, oh, set that I up. had an MBA from Stanford. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, Paul. Check. So you, I didn't know that. So you know, it, it's funny. It's funny, Paul, because you know, I've I've appeared on the on the panel with Dan Houghton, you know, for the last five years or so. Mm-hmm. And whenever Dan introduces me, he always says, "Yeah, now this is Ed Oral, the probably the only person here at the show that has an MBA from Stanford." Oh so, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. But. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I started really on the commercial side. Um, my first, I had done some commercial development in Los Angeles where I grew up before before business school. And then after business school, I worked for a large commercial developer here in San Diego. And, um, and then after doing commercial construction for about, mm, I don't know, 10 years, then I, I got in on the residential side. And I've been doing pretty much residential um, work for the last 20 years. That's great. You know, that's so interesting to grow up in the LA area and do commercial because it's got to be so much different than probably every other city minus like four or five of them, you know, commercially. And same thing with residential too. You know, what's unique about where you, your specific clientele is obviously higher end, but also where you build the residential building in your, in your price range is very similar to commercial building in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly right, you know, and, and that's where a lot of the, what I learned in the systems and systematic approach to building houses. I mean, the, when you're building a 25,000-square-foot house, it's got, a, you know, like a commercial-sized HVAC system and, mm-hmm. you know, and all the wiring and everything that goes into it with all the home controls and automation. It's, mm-hmm. It is like building a small, you know, office building. Yeah, makes, makes sense. Let's pivot the conversation a little bit because we know that you've got some great advice that we'd love the listeners to hear. And we've kind of coined these into three mortal sins that all contractors make. Is that right? Right. That's right. Very fire and brimstone. (laughs) It's prepare. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So that's kind of from my, you know, I was, I was born and raised uh, uh, Catholic. I went to Catholic school for, for 12 years. So. That's uh, kind of coming from that side, but it's, your old so, uh, it, it's side. <laughs> kind of a little bit of a, a to, you know, it's an attention grabber. But the, the three mortal sins; these are the things that we, in in our work with our, all of our contractors that we're working with nationwide, we find these are three things that that many contractors um, that they commit, and they're they're kind of based on what we call the three the three of our three of our commandments, and unlike the the, 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 the biblical commandments, which are thou shall not, ours are thou shall always. Ah. So the first one is thou shall always be marketing and selling. Ooh, that's and good. that's, uh, right, and that's something that, that, that contractors are, are oftentimes, you know, don't do. And what they don't realize is that their construction business is really a marketing business. We, we, you know, we tell our clients Nike, you know, Nike is, is a marketing business that sells tennis shoes. And, um, you know, every business is basically a, a marketing business. I mean, Builder Trend is a, is a marketing business that, that sells, you know, software. And, and a contracting business is, is no different than that. And um, recognizing, too, that there are many different forms of marketing, especially in today's world. Right? And for a while, I think that the jury was kind of out on, on social media and whether that was really going to be an effective um, tool for, for residential contractors. But I think a lot of people, including uh, my other panel mate this year, Nick Schiffer, you know, has proven that, that with a really comprehensive social media 
campaign, it, it can make a big difference. And it, it may not directly impact and lead to leads for contractors, but definitely it, it impacts the image that they build and, and the overall uh, marketing um, program that they're, that they're creating. Absolutely. So, we love marketing. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Right? Well, and selling. And, and yeah. you know, the, the, the guests we've had, um, like Matt from Emergent and Nick from NS Builders, uh, it does 100% make a difference, uh, make a difference and create yeah. leads for them too. So over half the leads they yeah. get is from their social media channel. Now they have huge followings because they've been really hard working at it for the last four or five years and they've got a great, uh, great content as Ed said. So, uh, but yeah, you just gotta start doing it and you'll see, you'll see the effects. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's also about building brand as well. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, like we say, you know, why does Coke, why does Coke advertise? Well, it's all about building brand. And, and for, for if a contractor really wants to develop and be able to be in a competitive advantage in their market, they have to have a unique and distinguished brand from their competition mm -hmm. and not just try to compete on price. You know, it's contractors Absolutely. competing on price. Is, that's not a long-term uh, viable strategy. Yeah. It also just hurts the no. entire market. You know, everybody starts undercutting everybody right. else and then nobody's, you know, there's no value there anymore. Right. And I think another thing too, you know, we've had many of our clients will hire marketing companies and they don't really understand the unique characteristics and needs of a residential construction company. And so, and that's one of the reasons why with RCSG, we've created our own kind of marketing services for people specifically where we focus exclusively on residential contractors. That's smart. So, so thou shall always be marketing and selling. Yeah. That's, that's the first commandment. The second commandment is thou shall always be recruiting good people. Okay. So this okay. is another thing that contractors are not doing all the time. And that's always recruiting people for their companies. And, you know, if you wait until your top project manager quits or, or gets, you know, leaves on you, it's too late. Mm -hmm. And, again, we tell our, our coaching clients, it's like a football team. I mean, no good football team has just one quarterback, mm -hmm. right? You've got the second-string quarterback, the third-string quarterback. You're training those people. They're, they're out on the field working with your, your star quarterback, learning and waiting for their time to get into that position. Well, it's the same way with a construction company. You know, you have project managers, superintendents, various people in various levels, and you always have to be hiring to fill those people in those ranks. And if you wait until the, the you know, the last minute until your office manager quits or your superintendent quits, it, it's too late. So, especially especially in, the, um, in the climate we're in, right, with the labor shortage and less and less right. young people getting into the, the skilled trades in our, in our industry, it's always more important. You find somebody out there or you see somebody, you grab them, find a spot for them. Again, I don't want to bring up Nick, but Nick from Manus Builders talks about it all the time. You know, he may not even financially be able to, to afford somebody, uh, but when he finds right. talent, he just says, come on board, we'll work out, we'll figure it out uh, financially because he knows it's just going to benefit right. his business. Yeah. Yeah, no, another thing, too, we'll just stick on Nick for a second as well, because I listened to his, his, his um, podcast with you guys, is that another great benefit of the social media, the social marketing that mm -hmm. he's doing, is that he's building this desire for people to want to come and work for NS Builders. And um, so that's another great benefit of having a, a, a robust you know, social media 
uh, campaign. It's not just about marketing, but it also affects that that second component of recruiting. Absolutely. So, so this second commandment, Ed, would you apply that equally to subcontractors and trades that you run into throughout your year yes. as well? Because you know, yes. sa- same thing applies, right? Your your drywall guy that you love may not always be there. Might as well have two or three on deck. Absolutely. You always need, yeah. And we go through with our with our clients and we'll make a list and say, okay, how many drywallers do you have? How many framers do you have? How many plumbers? And you should have, you know, you've got to have some bench strength. And you should have, you know, two or three trades in each of your each of your trades, you should have two or three subs. So it makes sense. It's good stuff. Number three. You know, a, another thing too, Paul Paul, you had mentioned that um you know how in today's market it's it's hard to find people, and that's true. And what we find is, depending on the market, one of these first two components can 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 uh, undermine a construction company. In in good times, like where we are right now, a construction company can go out of business because they're not hiring enough people. Right. And in bad times, a construction company can go out of business because they're not doing enough marketing. To getting business so mm-hmm. really whether it's in strong times or bad times you need to be doing both of those both of those things all of the time that's smart best way to protect your business right there yeah and number three so all right so the third that the third commandment is thou shalt always be adopting new technology Ooh, i like and, this one Tom. yeah right you like so, this, one? this one relates we we really like this okay. one i think continue you like this one yeah, yeah this one kind of hits home for you guys yeah. right yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, the fact of the matter is, and we've seen this after all of our decades of working with contractors, contractors are Luddites. They just are very slow to adopt new technology. And uh, Paul Sandeman tells the story because he's been at this longer than me. Uh, you know, back in the day with the pagers, like he would try to get contractors to use pagers. And then it was like, you know, hard to get them to use cell phone. And, uh, you know, I remember, well, I don't know, what was it? Maybe 10 years ago, I showed up on a job site with a trio. You guys, are you yeah. old enough to remember a trio? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. The glorified, those glorified Palm pilots. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember showing up with, with a, a, you know, builder and I was like, you know, Hey Brian, check out this new phone. I can actually send and receive emails from the job site. I don't have to like go back, you know, into my office or on my laptop. And he just looked at me. He's like, what a stupid idea. Like, mm-hmm. who would ever want to send an email from the job site? Like, that just ruins my day. I don't want to deal with that stuff while I'm out here. So it's just, you know, and, and really the, the first advice that we give when we take on a new coaching client is the first question we ask them is, do you have a cloud-based construction management system? And if they don't, that's the, we say, okay, well, you're, you're, you're getting one. So that's the first thing we're going to work with you on is, is getting on a cloud-based construction management system. So, you know, five, six years ago when I first started doing, uh, looking at, at systems and, and um, I actually use three different, um, three, I have to kind of be uh, versed in all of them. So I actually use three different systems uh, in my construction project management. But I, back then, I was really the only guy doing that. And uh, when I give these presentations at the Builder Show and get a show of hands, maybe you know, one out of every three or four people would raise their hands. Now, I think this year, I think we're, we're starting to reach critical mass. You know, this year, I felt like at least half of the audience is using a cloud-based construction management system. And um, 
But I still really see, you know, one of the advantages, biggest advantages, I think, is, is the marketing. And, you know, if a contractor's going in to make a presentation and they pull out their, their iPad or their tablet and, you know, show them, the, you know, how they're using Builder Trend and the features they're using, there's a very good chance that they're going to be the only person that's, that's using that, that, that platform. And that, I'm telling them, makes a big difference for, for, for my homeowners I know that I work with. Yeah, we, we try to really stress leveraging like our owner portal, that's what we call it, you know, for the customer. So when you're having that meeting, right. that initial meeting, you can actually sh pull that up and show them, look, this is your dashboard that you're going to see the updates on the job site. Our daily logs are going to be here and our schedule is here. And this is how you can keep track of everything. And I, I really think there's a huge opportunity for our market to use that as a marketing tool. They just kind of think it's like, oh, it's just right. a side feature of Builder Trend where it's like, no, no, this is actually how you can close deals by giving those clients that that uh, commitment to this and that they can be a part of the process. Yeah, exactly right, Tom. Yeah, that's, I think, the biggest, one of the biggest advantages of, a, of, of using Builder Trend is, is that in that marketing tool. And I know, you know, as an owner's rep, I'll come in with builder trend and use it you know the contractor isn't even using it so i'll just i really that's all i use is that owner's portal you know i'm posting photos i'm doing a schedule and and storing all the documents and doing uh job logs and that's it you know i'm not i'm not issuing they're still the contractors kind of doing their own accounting so i'm not issuing change orders and all that but just using that owner portal portion of it is such a powerful tool for my for my clients yeah I think, I mean, again, obviously having the marketing background that I have, you know, I look at that monthly fee that we charge and I go, you could just write that off as marketing. You know, you could just use that portion of the program, write exactly. that off as your marketing and you're going to close deals because of it. Just like that. You right. Know? Right. Yeah, that exactly. makes a lot of sense. Exactly. So, so yeah, so, no, just like me. I mean, I'm using whatever, you know, four or five of the features in Builder Trend and that more than pays for itself. Just, just using those. I mean, I don't, I'm not doing hours logs. I'm not doing purchase orders. I'm not integrated with QuickBooks, none of that. And I, you know, using whatever, maybe 25% of the, mm. of the capacity and it's, it's, you know, more than pays for itself. Sure. Those so, are great. I mean, I, and I, then, you know, yeah, I'll, go, I'll, ahead. Mm -hmm. go ahead. No, go ahead and finish. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, you know, and it's, it's not just, I mean, it starts with the, the, the cloud-based uh, construction project management system, but there's so many other, technology tools out there that are available, right? For whether it's, you know, for estimating or, or whether it's, you know, 360 degree cameras. I mean, that's changed the way that I document all of my projects. Now I can go in and, you know, right before drywall, we go in and to document every room with a, with a 360 camera shot, um, you know, a project where you can go in for remodelers can go in with their iPad and be able to see the studs and the framing behind the, behind the walls mm -hmm. and, there's just a lot of a lot of technology out there, and and it's all there to really help not only save the time but also the money, um, which is so critical. And and all of that technology is is available, and contractors just really for the most part are not utilizing it as, as well as they should. On this technology thread, I'm just wondering in your experience if you can give maybe just one or two points of. What's like when you go to look for new technologies and adopting them, what are those crucial things you're looking for? What's got to be on your, your hit list of, you know, it's got to have this or it's got to work like that or, you know, what, what's your criteria? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, 
the the thing there's a lot of software out there and people are always kind of coming up with new ideas i really like to go with something that's more proven that's got a track record and a history behind it uh because there you know there's a lot of great ideas but there's a lot of ideas that they don't you know they're either underfunded or they just aren't developed well enough so i don't i don't propose being the early adopters you know leave those for some of the other people wait until the technology is is better established before you before you adopt it and then the second is to really it's it's different case by case basis so um like i just started using um loom now with our coaching practice and Mm -hmm. um so we're using you know the loom videos to be able to communicate with our clients Uh, we have a a set of new forms that we're doing uh, in wufu and um so there's you know there's a lot of kind of programs out there but it's using the ones that are most necessary and and vital for your business so there's not kind of a go-to list of here's you know five five different pieces of technology that every contractor should use you have to kind of personalize it and decide what what's going to be most effective for your unique operations and your contractor construction business absolutely yeah that's great advice yeah it makes sense so the three, what are they, deadly sins? Mortal sins. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, Mortal sins. <laughs> yeah. Mortality here. I'm talking about my soul. Yeah. yeah. Right. A big right. mistake. So, the, three, the three sins would be? Always be marketing always, and selling. Okay. Always be recruiting good people. And all, always, always be, be adopting, adopting new builder techno- trend. Oh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> nice plug there, Paul. <laughs> that was good. I was going to say, if you need business card, card, if you need me to send you business cards, I'm happy to do that. They're they're in the mails. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> start passing those things out. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's good to be thinking about it in a in that big sense. You know, mm-hmm. all three of these things can easily help your business, and you just have to get the right mindset for that. You know, I mean, these are great principles to base a business off of. So yeah, absolutely. It's great. Awesome. Well, thank you, Ed, so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing your industry experience and knowledge. We really appreciate you sharing that knowledge with our guests. And of course, wish you continued success in your business. Well, thank you both. Uh, I really enjoyed, uh, enjoyed being on the show and uh, appreciate you. Where, where can the listeners find the Zen Builder? Yeah, if, if yeah, if you want to follow Ed, go ahead and do that. Yeah, so a couple of things. Well, if you're, if you're interested in wanting to learn more about our, my coaching services, you can go to Residential Contractor Services Group. And for those of you that don't like to type that many uh, letters, you can actually just type in rcsg.org. And uh, you can find more information about me and my coaching services there. And uh, always looking for more, more followers on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at, at the Zen Builder. Awesome. And we'll put a link in our show notes to both of those as well. So you can go to the show notes at buildertrend.com slash podcast and find those links to follow Ed there. Love it. I feel better. <laughs> you feel better. Do you? I, yeah. It's you like feel therapy a little, here. a little more calm. calm. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel calm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, Ed. Thanks so much. Thanks. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Love what you heard? Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.